No matter what had really happened, the fact remained it was my word against Stanton's, and the word of a girl with a slutty reputation and only one chevron on her collar didn't carry much weight against a respected officer's. I closed my eyes, my heart sinking as my stomach threatened to lurch again. My eyes stung, and I told myself it was from puking or hormones or anything besides the realization that I had no options here. No choice but to walk away from as much of the situation as I could and move on. I forced myself to my feet, flushed the toilet, and went to the sink. I rinsed out my mouth and cleaned up my face, clearing away the muddy smears of mascara and eyeliner so I looked halfway presentable. Hands on the edges of the sink, I met my own gaze in the mirror. I know the truth. Even if he never goes down for it, he still has to sleep at night. I know what happened, but I have to take care of myself, even if it means he walks away scot-free. My eyes threatened to tear up again, and I dabbed at them with a paper towel. Then I took a few slow, deep breaths and ordered myself to get through this. Maybe Stanton would get away with what he did, and it would be up to karma to serve any justice, but he would not beat me down. This would not destroy me. Once I was sure my composure wasn't going to fall apart, I left the ladies' room and headed down the hall to M.A. 1 Gutierrez's office. His door was open, so I tapped my knuckle on the frame. M.A. 1? He looked up from his paperwork, and his expression stayed neutral as he set his pen down and folded his hands. What can I do for you, M.A. 3? I, um... I stepped into his office and shut the door behind me. I need to put in a leave, Chit. If I route one today, can my leave start tomorrow? Is this an emergency? Yes. Holy shit, yes. No, but I... It's a personal matter. With all due respect, it's something I need to address and would rather not get into. His eyebrows rose. I expected him to mention they were short on bodies, that staffing was difficult right now as it was without someone disappearing on a moment's notice but he just said, Do you have all the information? Flights? Hotel? I'll be taking a Space A flight to Hawaii. I haven't booked the hotel yet. It needs to be on the chit. I know. I locked eyes with him and gulped. I'll, I'll work out all the details. How long do you need? Probably ten days. He steepled his fingers. Give it to me in the next hour, and I'll make sure it's signed off by the end of the day. As he spoke, some tension melted out of his shoulders. He seemed to stop just short of breathing a sigh of relief, but I had a feeling that would happen as soon as I left his office. Thanks, M.A. One. Nice to know whose side you're on here. Chapter Four Reese Oh, Christ. Now what? In the passenger seat of the patrol car, I stared at my silent cell phone. What was that all about? Weiss asked. That was Gutierrez. He wants me to come back. Again? He huffed sharply. We haven't even made our rounds yet. Must be something important. I sipped my water to moisten my suddenly dry mouth. Just take me back. Whatever it is, it probably won't take long. Does this mean I'm going to be stuck in dispatch while you're off running errands again? Let's hope not. 
While he turned the car around, I shoved my phone in my pocket and dug out my cigarettes and lighter. Want one? I just had one. So did you. I put a smoke between my lips. Suit yourself. In the time it took him to drive us from Camp Shields, where we'd been assigned for the day, back to White Beach, I went through two cigarettes. As he pulled up in front of the precinct, I was seriously considering a third. The only thing that stopped me was the fact that I was already creeping up on two and a half packs a day, and I refused to reach three. We walked inside, and Weiss disappeared down the hall, probably so he could shoot the shit with whoever was working in dispatch. Alejandro's door was open, so I walked straight into his office. You wanted to see me?